three intrepid explorers are going around the world in 80 podcasts. They're going to follow in the famous footsteps of Jules Verne's miserable hero, Phileas Fogg, all from the safety of their podcast studio. It's time to discover new places whilst listening to a drawn-out and mostly damning book review. Hello, my fine friends and despised enemies, and welcome to episode 79 of Around the World in 80 Podcasts. Can I check, why would your despised enemies be listening? <laughs> Just checking in, see what I'm doing. <laughs> nice that you say hello to them as well. Yeah. the same breath as your fine friends. <laughs> With me, as always, are one fine friend and one despised enemy. I won't say who is who. It's my friend Ben and also Oz. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? Hey, we're good. Yeah, good, man. Yeah. I, uh, hold on. Was that... No, no. I won't say who is who. No, okay. I was, Rem- thought remember, I was... remember he left it in ambiguity. Yeah, I thought you'd given it away, but no, no. <laughs> um, guys, there's so much to unpack. I don't know we can hang around with welcomes, but is everyone fine? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a massive guys. It's coming your way, because we'll be finishing the book. Yes! I'm excited. I know for damn sure Loz is excited. I'm excited. And Ben, let's just say even Ben's finding it hard to keep his cool. That's true enough. Let's get into book club. Around, around the world in 80 bots. Philly is fucking fog, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Big Phil. The Fogman. Yeah. What a man. Spends 80 days swaggering around the world. Doesn't look like he's going to make it. Everyone thinks he's failed. Then he strolls into the reform club and says what you're worried about. <laughs> oh, how long was left on the clock? Three uh, seconds. Uh, <laughs> oh, was that tight? Um, I imagined him in the door frame of the... Yeah. Like, like, room, <laughs> room, like, hand up the door frame. <laughs> Hello, boys. Oh, I've got lots of his book. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. We know, mate. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been just ignoring you. Everyone's been inviting you in, you twat. Miss me much? <laughs> but, but we need to explain how this has happened. Because last we heard, Fogg thought he was ruined. Because by his count, the 80 days were up. He was in London, sure. And he could easily have gone to the Reform Club to check at any point. Yeah. But why bother? It's his entire fortune on the line. You might as well kick back for a couple of days in his house, <laughs> which everyone is just outside watching for reasons that he's just assumed is normal. Yeah. <laughs> How does the win come about? You'll be pleased to know that Passepartout plays a major role. As you'll recall, Fogg and Ayuda have agreed to wed. Fogg wants it again to get, get it done the next day, even though he has to settle this massive bet that's in all the papers and he has no money. Um, he dispatches Jean to enlist a clergyman, and here Passepartout learns that today is in fact Saturday and not Sunday. They are 24 hours than they thought earlier than they thought. How does that happen, Nick? Doesn't make sense to me. Of course there isn't much time, because they've been fucking around for so long. Uh, so, Gene sprints home. In the manner that I'll quote. So, he sets out on his errand highly delighted. So, he lost no time reaching the clergyman's house. There he had to wait. He waited a good 20 minutes. When he left, it was 35 minutes past 8. That's important. Okay. But what a state he was in. The <laughs> ship, this is what he finds out. Dishevelled, hatless, he ran along furiously, as, it, as never was a man seen running before, knocking down the passers-by, rushing over the pavement <laughs> like a water spout. <laughs> He's flowing is home. Why is he hatless? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Threw his hat into the ground, <laughs> roughed up his suit, and just started sprinting. Yeah, he was perfectly well-dressed a minute ago. <laughs> he actually resplendent. There's never been any sort of mention that he would wear a hat. Is that his hat wearing? <laughs> He's wearing his... relevant. Basically, he got told the time, he thought, this is going to slow me down, threw the hat aside. <laughs> also, that thing where you run and knock people over isn't the thing. That's never made anyone quicker, is it? He's <laughs> 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 so, so, so like to injure yourself, <laughs> fall over. So much of your energy, like, smashing people out of the way. <laughs> How busy are the streets of London? He's going out of his way to bash people on the side. Also, he's clearly bashing through a crowd that's there to see if Fogg makes it. He's not twigged that. He's just smacking them around. Uh, anyway. So Fogg, he realises, he jumps in a cab and rushes to the Reform Club. On the way. This is mad. On the way. 
they run over two dogs and collide with a fire carriage. <laughs> is that okay? Two dogs in separate incidents. Yes. Why? 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 Where are they? They run by a I think if you went out what? trying to kill dogs with a car, it'd be hard to kill two in that short a journey. <laughs> you, you've got to be, again, going out of your way. So he's clean killed them. He's not just hit them. They're dead. Yeah, who's checking? Surely the taxi's written off. Also, the, the taxi driver can't be that invested in the trip. He, not, he would have just heard about it. He certainly, he, he, sure, he might have killed the dogs. He might have killed the dogs. Would he have run into a fire carriage? <laughs> I was really bothered with this bit. Uh, their signs on that might be more important. Now, fuck them. <laughs> After knocking on the fire carriage, is the car still going, or is he just written off? Yeah, that's when he's running alongside, smashing dogs out of the way. Oh, yeah. um, okay. But the point is, you know, it's working on those dogs because he wins the bet. So yeah. You're the idiot. <laughs> Anyone is. So to celebrate him winning the bet, Jules provides an explanation of the 24-hour gas. He starts it in classic Jules style. His mistake is very easily explained, taking the fun out of it a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh, we haven't you guessed it, dicks. <laughs> um, basically, you went over the international date line. Jules explains this in like, ma- maniacal detail. Right. Uh, really, like, takes the pace out of the final chapter of what is, like, the book. Like, you know, Pathfinder's running, not the other. Two dogs are dead. Jules can take four paragraphs of the final, like, six in the book to explain. Jules actually spends eight pages <laughs> explaining the date line. <laughs> Literally, no, the last chapter is, is just over two and a quarter pages. This is half a page. On the international dateline. On the international dateline. His mistake is very easily explained. There follows a thousand-word essay on how we're explaining it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, he saw the sun pass more than 80 times, whereas friends at the Reform Club London saw it pass 79 times. That's after a few paragraphs about the longitude. Does that work? I mean, I can't... Yeah, that is yeah, how the dateline is, It does make is, sense. Yeah. I don't want to go into it, mate. Like, there's all this detail. Change. Yeah. You know what you yeah. asked for? I'm going to read the whole page. <laughs> I see, because the sort of days get shorter and shorter or something, and yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, two dogs are dead. Um, <laughs> that <enough>. <laughs> yeah. Let's come back to that. Poor bloody dogs. Interestingly, and here we go. Oh, this is the payoff to the Passepartout two timepiece gag. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because Passepartout never changed his watch. His his would have shown London time the entire time, and it would have shown that they were on the right time if it had also shown days. But it doesn't. Happen. It doesn't days. So it's literally pointless. <laughs> okay. It's a small paragraph saying, "Oh, that thing I introduced earlier that you thought might pay off." Irrelevant. That is so annoying. So, yeah. so stupid. It's just like, should I go back and change it so it does make sense? Nah, I'll just say it. <laughs> just it's that yeah. And the fact it was being recorded by Passport's precious watch, which had always kept London time, had it marked the days as well as the hours and minutes. Exclamation mark. Because it's a watch, not, <laughs> yeah. a, not a interactive calendar. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely ridiculous. Amazing. What a story. We also find out, and I know you'll like this. I know you'll like this. Three and a half years later. (laughs) What a story. (laughs) (laughs) Luz, has it ever taken you three and a half years to get through a book before? Uh, We could have done a master's in English literature. No, an undergrad and most of the masters. I have done a master's in this time. (laughs) And a PGCE. Imagine if we got together and just learnt languages. Oh, God. Don't go into that. Anyway, we also found out how much Fogg has spent on the trip, which is a key. Mm. 19 grand. So he's won one grand. Wicked. <laughs> Wicked. Is he? Because he wins 20, right? Mm. Oh, he spent 19 grand. He spent oh, okay, nine. so he's won a grand. Yeah, so worth effectively, it. effectively, the guys in the Reform Club who doesn't really like have paid for him to go on a round mm. Um right. So you think he'd, you know, oh, one grand, at least I'll keep that. No, he gives that to uh, half to pass two and half to unbelievably fix. What? <laughs> that pisses me off a lot. Yeah. And it's going to piss you off more. So Fix spent the whole trip trying to uh, fuck him over. It still gives him like 500 quid. 
Passepartout, here's a payoff for another old long-running gag, he takes out 1,920 hours worth of gas. Fix gets no deductions for trying to stop the entire trip. <laughs> Passepartout still gets taxed. And the whole point goes, oh, Fogg f- f- doesn't bear a grudge. Well, he's borne the gas grudge for 80 days, yeah. 920 hours. That is just horrendous. How is Jean taking this? Also, presumably Ada's standing in the corner like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're getting married, you're just giving away 400 quid. To the like, Fix, just, I just don't understand this. Passepartout, I'll take the grand. I don't know why he's giving Fix any money. I really don't understand that. So what's he's already is? paid for his passage around <laughs> the world. Most of 90 grand is spent on Fix. I'm yeah. <laughs> and the amount that has been spent on Fix. Why hasn't he got to pay that back? <laughs> fix is now better than No, no, no. A gas bill is a gas bill. <laughs> yeah, something's come down to honour, Passepartout. <laughs> and gas bills must be paid. <laughs> you forget that lamp. Oh, by all means, completely sabotage my entire <laughs> fucking thing for three months. Putting the gaslight on, you're paying for it, <laughs> Absolutely absurd. Around the world, 80 days while the gas was on. <laughs> um, Fogg gets married to people waiting outside his house. You smell gas. Massive <laughs> yeah. explosion wipes out half a bottle of life. Why is his hat so, house so hot inside? Fogg gets married to Ayuda, who was given away by Passepartout. Ridiculous. Um, Jean has described her jewels as resplendent, simply dazzling. Ayuda, no description. <laughs> For the bride at her own wedding, she was upstaged by Jean Passepartout. Still, at least she has that wonderful engagement story to call back. <laughs> the next day, uh, Jean runs up to the door, bangs on the door, and says they could have done it in 78 days if they hadn't gone through India. Why, how has Dean found this out? I think Jules setting up for a sequel there, potentially. Mm. Um, but also, annoying. What does he mean by that? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, no, no explanation? No, no. Um, <laughs> how else would they have done this? Oh, actually, I'll tell you, because Fogg's a real dick about it. The door opens, and Mr Fogg, without the least excitement, mm. asked, What is it, Passepartout? Why, sir, I've only just this moment heard, what have you heard? That we might have gone round the world in only 78 days. Of course, replied Fogg, by not going through India. But if I had not gone through India, I should not have saved Ayuda. She would not have been my wife. And Mr Fogg cli- quietly closed the door. So hover his own sentence, he shuts out Passepartout. <laughs> also, he didn't know Ida was there when he decided no, to go through with so it. so annoying. Yeah. He's been such a dick. I want him dead. Imagine <laughs> shutting Passepartout out like that. <laughs> I know, poor, with his face and his tropical sun. Also, he's the <laughs> manservant. He needs to be in the house. <laughs> What's the other route not through India anyway? Like, where would that be? Wait, uh, he shuts him out of the house. Yeah, yeah, Passepartout's on the doorstep. He doesn't let him in to discuss this. Uh, Doesn't he live there? That's what I thought. He runs up. Next day, as soon as it was light, I mean, that is annoying for Passepartout to run up and bang. I Do you think he might sleep in the dog shed? Oh, hang on a second. I think he banged on Fogg's door within the house. Gotcha. And then Fogg shut him out whilst Fogg was himself speaking. Okay. Real rude. Yes. To be fair, he might be in there with Ouda. Oh, he's absolutely bull's deep. Can I just say, <laughs> how good would that... Uh, how good would that wedding have been? I'd absolutely love to have gone to that wedding. Have <laughs> any guests? Carnage. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Arbolau, the decrepit old man. Yeah. Like, he's there, probably. <laughs> Passport two be on the tables. Oh, Passport two would have done what a speech mm. if he's best man. <laughs> Can you imagine? Of course he's best man. <laughs> he knows, he knows no one else. No friends or family. Thirty hour speech from Passport two, <laughs> just saying how much he loves fog. And then he goes, "And Aida." <laughs> <laughs> um, Sometimes I stare at her for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so right, the last one, last line, the whole book. Mm. Um, the eccentric gentleman had displayed in this venture the marvellous qualities of coolness and precision. Yeah, he really has. But what then? What had he gained out of all this travelling? What had he brought home? Nothing, say you? Granted, nothing but a charming woman, who, unlikely as it may appear, made him the happiest of men. And forsooth, 
Who would not go around the world for this? Some questions. <laughs> would any of us have said nothing? No, none of us would have said no. nothing. Certainly, nothing but a charming woman, who unlikely as it may appear, made him the happiest... What? How un- why is it so unlikely that he'd be happy with a woman he loves? I don't know. It seems... Yeah, it puts up with miserable. it. There's got to be... You know, one person for everyone. Like, literally, the, the line, the chapter of the book is, in which it is shown that Phileas Fogg gained nothing by travelling around the world, unless it were happiness. Nice. Very clever. <laughs> but the, I like... It's, he still gained the grand. It shows the benefits of what? Coolness and precision. His whole thing he showed, is, he displayed marvellous qualities of coolness so, and precision. So that, do you think uh, Jules Verne sit down and go, right, I want to write a book about showing the virtues <laughs> of coolness People and are really going to admire this guy. I've got a great story for it. It also just... He made he made use of every means of conveyance: liners, railways, carriages, yachts, trading vessels, sledges. I, I suppose yeah. elephants, no balloons, which we, is still confusing because yeah. everyone thought it was going to be a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who did the reviews feature? And half the reviews were it wasn't a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the abridged version. It's a bad book. When I was annoyed by this other thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing, say you. <laughs> wow, everyone's saying that. <laughs> I mean, that is it. I mean, you, I like the use of the word forsooth at the end, but yeah, pretty oh, crap book. Or a belter. And Mr. Fogg quietly closed the door. I'd like that to be the last line, him shutting Passepartout. <laughs> what is the last line? And forsooth, who would not go around the world for less. Is forsooth a word? Uh, in this context, yes. It's an old French word. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys. Wow. What do you... No, Forsooth, it's a new character who appears <laughs> in the next book. Forsooth. Forsooth and Mudge, I the Iceboat Chronicles. <laughs> I would read that. <laughs> I would read the heck out of that. Yeah. Anything with Mudge. Really. Guys, we're going to go into real detail in our reactions to the next week. No, kind of thing. But I think right now, can I get some quick emotional thoughts? Oh, you lost you not read it, so that was all a shock to you. What do yeah. you think? I'm, firstly, I'm stunned. Can you believe you made it? Uh, I can't believe I made it. Was this explanation satisfactory? It's oh, the first oh, book oh. I've read in years now. <laughs> Are you annoyed that Passepartout's time didn't actually help in the end? You've, yeah. read, a, you've read a third of it. You've had the rest summarised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've taken quite a biased view of the summaries. <laughs> That's how I do all my books. I read about a third, I get someone else to read it. Yeah. Ben only reads climaxes, as we know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gets himself all excited. I'm sort of, I, yeah, I think, I'll be honest, I genuinely thought, up until you explained it, that Passepartout's watch was the, the thing that would give away that yeah. they had nope. gone over the daylight. Just literally goes to see a clergyman, goes to see anyone else in London who explains it. Yeah. And actually, the, actually, the trick was like he said, oh, I can get married tomorrow. He goes, you can't because it's Sunday. What? We thought it was Monday. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that had, like, the moment they realised could have been better. Like, it shouldn't have been past part two. I think a lot could have been better. Yeah. I mean, My big been, problem with the whole climax was that the climax was not done from Phyllis Fogg's point of view. It was done from a group of men sitting in a room watching a clock. I feel like yeah. if you're going to do a big and climactic moment... the most interesting group of men. Yeah. Surely, Passepartout rushing around, all that. Not one guy shouting, I wouldn't give away £3,999 of this bird. He won't even have reached America. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he botched the climax. Oh, absolutely. I think in a film, imagine if it was a film, for example, there was just a camera in a room watching a clock, then a guy steps in and goes, what are you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to a guy running through the streets, batting aside this massive crowd. I would like to see, however, someone getting from the street into a room <laughs> midway inside a building in two seconds. And still being like, a hey, huge well, crowd yeah. and a door, and presumably a door. Outside the door going, be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> what are you worried about? Gorgeous and precision, there's a stream of dead dogs on the street. <laughs> <laughs> some dog carcass. Like, uh, cruelly murdered two dogs on the way to the <laughs> and blocked a fire carriage while a fire ravaged the house. <laughs> All right, on to local life. Do you remember two dogs died? Yeah. Around, around the world. 
Right, we've really done London in Local Life of late. No. So I thought, instead of doing London again, <coughs> I would do a few other famous circumnavigations. Yeah. Okay. You'll know the fastest by sea? Um... Francis Joyon and his crew of five sailors. It was only, uh, but this year, during this, uh, this very podcast, one of the many years of this podcast. Do you want to guess how, many, how fast they did it? I uh, say... 79 days? No, absolute nonsense. Three days, Nick. <laughs> ben was closer, 40 days. Ah. And 23 hours, 30 minutes. Pretty good. I mean, it's a lot of miles. 26,412 nautical miles, which, as you all know, is 30,394 miles. What did they do to sail around the world? Yeah. Fair play to them. By balloon... Yeah, through India. I think they took an, uh, an iceberg. Maybe an iceberg. Yes. Was Marge involved? Marge's descendant. The captain was Marge. Yeah. <laughs> By balloon, the oldest man in the world. <laughs> Fyodor Konyukov, uh, last year, the fastest navigation, circumnavigation of the world in a hot air balloon. Just o- He took just over 11 days. Quite loose. Surely time it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how long? Just over 11 days. The record was 13 days. It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't yeah. matter. It could, have been, it could have been a week over 11 days. <laughs> it sounds like you just arrived, got out, and look at his watch, just went to the park. After 11 days, we sort of gave up. Yeah. We definitely got... Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> 11 days, we just stopped. I was just sitting on his own. Just... <laughs> Do you remember, like, it was like, in the 90s, when mm. Richard Branson kept trying to go around the world in a balloon? Yeah, and he kept failing, yeah. didn't he? Like, wasting everyone's time. You think about it, like, that's quite a weird thing, like, because like, it couldn't say, like, what, are they, like Mark Zuckerberg, like, just trying to race around the world on a train or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Why was he doing it? <laughs> he must be so bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never did it as well. He got mugged off by this Fyodor Konyakov as well. Yeah. What is the fastest someone's been around the world, Nick? I've got four, and I can only give you the ones I've written down. I don't have that one. So you've got sailing, balloons. And now, the first reigning monarch to do it. Oh. <laughs> that must be the fastest. Yes. Those monarchs are quick. Yeah. He's the merry monarch. Uh, he was the last king and second to last monarch of the Kingdom of Hawaii. Yes. King Kalakaua travelled around the world and land and sea. Uh, it took about 281 days. Have to ask, what his subjects thought the whole thing? 281 <laughs> days. That's just a holiday. What, 1881, what? so like quite a long time after fog. Oh, 1881. Also, he did it by land and sea. Like, oh, I've gone around quicker than that. That's a holiday, though. That's not an exp- yeah. that's not like an expedition. He's actually stopped well, off a lot. Yeah. He was the first reigning monarch. Sorry, yeah, I think he only ruled. Last I think he's pretty much the only one because most of them go. Well, I've got a job to do here. I can't just go round the world. <laughs> has, uh, has Liz not done it? She probably has done it yeah. faster than She's that. She's been everywhere. Oh, couldn't she? Um, Two hundred eighty-one days. What, so what were they doing? What's the kingdom doing? Also, how much are they financing that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so. First to walk it. Are you ask? Mm. No, no one's done that. Dimitri Dan the first, the only one. He did it. Uh, he walked around the world in 1910 to 1923. He kept walking. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he kept walking even when he was on a boat's deck. So cheating. Because oh, he didn't walk it. Really also, he didn't walk the whole time on the boat, did he? The boat didn't stop when he went to sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on a plane, but I'll wander up and down the aisles. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> mate. It's a little bit like getting a boat. <laughs> I'm going to walk around the world. No way. Like, he got the boat and walked the whole time. We go, what are you doing, you mate? I walk around the world. Well, you're not, mate. You're on a boat. Imagine getting over there and was like, you walk around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're on the water. <laughs> you get your boats. Well, okay, yeah, I got boats. But I think he walked. No, no, no. No, I got some boats. Don't finish. <laughs> so walk around the deck. Uh, when well, he slept, well, yeah. were you I'm walk- sleep my way around the world. <laughs> were you walking around the deck at the speed the boat was going across the water, mate? Because if you weren't, you weren't walking around the world. <laughs> be, is that a legitimate record? That's absolute nonsense. I think they gave him extra credit because uh, <laughs> it was delayed by World War One and all his travelling companions died. Good trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really so he gets back to the Gettysburg Gets back to Romania. Right. So, and Romania in like 1923 just literally just screwed by the war. Still four years after. Yeah, five, yeah. Not, still in a great place. Where have you been? 
I'll be walking around the world. We've been having a fucking war. <laughs> Surely I won the fittest guys around. No, 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 I was walking around the world. All right, okay, that's quite right, cool. We, Did you... we took a lot of our best men. Are they all, are they all right? <laughs> we'll die. You know, we lost the war. <laughs> because of this. Oh, someone leaves and just goes, guys, it's like 13 years. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> what are <laughs> <I>, mate? <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. But will you, um, will you at least go like a book of records and that? Because you know, the first walk around the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would you do on the water? Well, I was on a boat. So it's not even a record, <laughs> is it? <laughs> you got a what? <laughs> Tell you what, you can't walk around the world. Just, oh. We're going to bring you our lovely certificate. <laughs> Take it away. It's yours to keep. Did you at least walk the rest? What? What? Did you walk the rest? What? I took a train in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way. Have you seen that? You've 13 you... years. Where did you walk? I walked to the train station. <laughs> What are you doing on the train? train. Most of the time it was a lot... I had to sleep. So tired. (laughs) So tired. 13 years with boats. (laughs) I trains. What was he doing the rest of the time? (laughs) (laughs) Great, get back. Please just punch. All around the world. All your family are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's dead. Everyone you've ever known. <laughs> fucking idiot. Right, college contest. Lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I thought it was the fourth one. Was that, that was the fourth one, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know, did, did it faster. Because so when you got it, wasn't clear. It the fastest. I think someone's done it like in a spacecraft, that's really quick. But how long, if you actually walked, like if you just put into Google Maps, I want to walk all the way around the Quicker than 20 surely, years, yeah, certainly. Without boats. Depends. You walking on a plane steps. <laughs> <laughs> college contest. Around. Right, we have covered London comprehensively, but and Westminster. Yeah. So this quiz will be an array of other UK cities to celebrate the great cities of the UK. It's a now normally we'd say it's the same as university challenge. Today it is not the same as university challenge. What? Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do it. The scoring is the same as university challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but for each starter, the answer to each start is a UK city. The bonuses will be on that city. For each starter, I'll give a series of clues. You buzz in as soon as you know it. There's no penalty for being early and wrong. Can you then go again? No. You're frozen out. Of course. So if you're wrong, you give the opponent the chance to hear all the clues. I think Lodge should have a penalty because he's going to go in early, early, early. But he won't get it then. The penalty will be you then hear all the clues. I want him to have a greater penalty. (laughs) (laughs) The penalty will be he will lose the quiz then. Which is the greatest penalty, because he needs this to level with Ben. to have more than that. We'll slap him. We'll strike him. Okay, can we strike you, Loz? Uh, yeah, I think you can strike him. <laughs> so we'll stri- every time Loz is early, we'll strike him. Early and wrong. Um, so I believe Loz is just one quiz back from Ben, so we could have it all square going into a special final episode. More details on that if we ever discover mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, if I was to say, oh, uh, one of the boroughs in the city is Haringey, you could have put it in London. London. Yeah. So Loz, get for he gets get, struck for that. How many points do I get for that? <laughs> you get minus five. Uh, that was the only one with the was about. Yeah. <laughs> Forget being right. <laughs> okay, fingers on buzzers, please. The first city is coming. It is the largest city in England by area. London. No. So the penalty is we strike him and now Ben hears all the clues. <laughs> Good luck. I get all the clues now. Oh, yeah, well, clues. you can buzz in early if you want. No, I shan't. Okay, yeah. It is the largest city in England by area. It is the closest city in England to the Scottish border and the second most northerly. It is close to the Lake District. Its professional football team is a United. Newcastle. Carlisle. Carlisle. It's definitely London. Oh, Carlisle is... By area. Carlisle is... Carlisle's bigger than London. By Carlisle. area, as in they have massive spread of settlements. That is not true. It's true. Carlisle is the second closest to the border. Yeah, Newcastle's closer. Newcastle's closer than Carlisle. Yeah, because the way... Uh... No, it's the closest to the border and the second most northerly. So it's the closest... Oh, to... did I miss... Yeah, it's all right. Um, that, that threw me. It will be because in Wikipedia, 
London is not counted as like City of Westminster, as you know. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about that. Okay, well, it's not being a classic start. Um, <laughs> no, both wrong. Right. Go so back what's... the bonuses. The bonuses are on Carlisle. You'll come back to those Carlisle bonuses. Fine. I to those. No, I can't wait. Um, I actually was really nervous because obviously the London thing is quite confusing. But you actually did a, you did an entire oh, quiz around the London. city of Westminster. <laughs> <laughs> fine, that was confusing, but fine. Second one. Mm. So again, you buzz any time, but the clues will keep on coming. Okay. It is a cathedral city in Wiltshire. It has a stake named after it, which Susie Johnson roused up in family. Salisbury. <laughs> yes. Hey, nice. Susie Johnson wrapped up her family guy after a especially <laughs> heinous fart. Salisbury. <laughs> the episode where Peter Griffin goes to school yeah. to uh, yeah. suss out a drug. I did fart so heinous, Susie Johnson wrapped up a Salisbury steak. <laughs> <laughs> your bonuses are on Salisbury. 10-0. Uh, One of your favourite cities. Which UNESCO World Heritage Site is found just eight miles northwest of Salisbury? Northwest, did you say? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, no, I think history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that... The World Heritage Site? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me answer that with um, the case of Nabrath. <laughs> Stonehenge? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I was going to say that as well, so... Ian's... West of Salisbury. I'm just trying to think where that is. <clears throat> Wiltshire. Ian Salisbury, who never managed to translate his county form to international cricket for England, was what kind of bowler? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Sorry, I wasn't. Listening. I know you weren't. Okay, Ian Thorpe was it? Ian Salisbury, who never managed to translate his county form from international to international cricket uh, for England, was what kind of bowler? Famously, uh, uh, he was a he was a leg break off off breaker, left arm off break. Le- leg you break. Leg he break. was leg, leg break. breaker. You blew it, mate. <laughs> so specific. You had it. Just say like leg break. Leg spinner, yeah. <laughs> because the whole country rejoiced that we'd gone back to it. We thought a golden era was spinning, and he was absolutely dreadful. Took his wicket to seventy-seven apiece. That's Something like that, anyway. Right, last bonus. You've got none so far. The African city of Harare was formerly known as Salisbury. What country is Harare the capital of? I don't know. Um, I would say, though, probably, if you don't mind me saying, mm. um, I don't know. I'm just going to say I don't know. In the news of late? Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, yes. yes. That's, that's right. uh, ben, you're 10 up. No bonuses there. Yeah, right, fingers on buzzers. Another city series of clues coming in. Big time. This city had two Premier League teams when the league was established in 1990. Old. Yeah, no, you're right to ask. Um, it is uh, Birmingham. It's not Birmingham. Okay. There's no penalty. Fair guess, then. Um, can I carry on? You can have all the clues now. If okay. Support. The city had two Premier League teams when the league was established as such in 1992. The city is home to the World Snooker Championship. It is known as the Steel City. Sheffield. Sheffield. If bonuses are on Sheffield, it's 10 all. Mm. Sheffield United on Wednesday playing the Steel City Derby. Wednesday, nicknamed the Owls. What are United nicknamed? The Blades. The Blades. With seven titles, who is the most successful snooker player in the history of the World Championships? Oh. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's... Ben like loves snooker. Ronnie. Is it Steve or Steve Davis or Stephen Henry? I'll go Stephen Henry. Stephen Henry. Who was a surprise loser in the 2017 general election in the constituency of Sheffield Hallam? Was it Ed Balls? No, Cleggie. Oh, Famously okay. from Sheffield. 2010 to Loz. Ben, you back in and it's starter number four. Its inhabitants are notoriously difficult to understand due to their local patter. It's on the River Clyde. Clyde? Uh, Gotta be faster. No, I don't know. I'll have to say... Uh, faster. Hull. Nope. Hull's in the Humber. Its inhabitants know that. It's on the River Clyde. One of its two major football teams play at the Ibrox Stadium. Um, Glasgow. Glasgow. I was thinking of English cities. You idiot. Uh, ben, is that... All square now with the bonuses to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 
Along with Celtic and Rangers, name the other Scottish Premiership team in Glasgow. They have a terrifying mascot. Glasgow, uh, Fife. It's Fife Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Partick Thistle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which little-known Scottish outfit from Glasgow once supported foregone conclusion? <laughs> um, um, oh, he's, he's not going to blow an office question. Genuinely going to blow Oh, no. Um, I think time's run out. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, uh, Texas. Uh, yeah, it's oh. Texas to take the lead. Could they run a successful paper factory? Which comedian from Glasgow was nominated for the Best Actor BAFTA for his performance in the 1997 film Mrs. Brown? Mm, no idea, so I'll go for Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly, yeah. Ben is 10 ahead. We're into our last starter, but there will also be some bonuses at the end. Still, Laws, I think you need this. How many points have I got? I uh, don't know, but you're 10 behind. It had the Latin name Aquaisulis. It is the largest city in Somerset. Bath? Bath, good get, buddy. Aqua, aqua. Yeah, largely Somerset and a World Heritage site. It's a good place for a wash, was the third clip. Oh. <laughs> they get easier. Mm. <laughs> your bonuses are on Bath, you're dead level, get one of these to edge your head. You get all of them and you cannot lose unless you buzz an early. What is the biggest professional sport in Bath? Uh, rugby union. Correct. Uh, is that, what's that now? He's ahead. Five ahead. Five ahead, is it? Andrew Lincoln is from Bath. He's an actor. In what major US TV show does he play the lead character, Rick Grimes? Uh, famous US TV show, that would be Nick... Um, Superman. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, born in Bath. This is a fucking amazing fact. <laughs> really is. I'll give you the whole fact. Okay. Uh, and it's the only reason this is a question at all is because it's an amazing fact. Born in Bath, Jason Dodd holds the unusual record for the most Premier League appearances while ever being named in an England squad. Which club do you make the vast majority, if not all of those appearances for? Southampton? Southampton. Dodgman. I think there was Kevin Nolan had the most without ever being capped, potentially, but I think he might have eventually been capped, but he was definitely in a squad, whereas uh, the Dodster never even got the call up to a squad. Like 300 Premier League appearances. Uh, right, so we've got three bonuses and Loz is 10 ahead. This is looking good for Loz. Okay. Bonuses are on Carlisle. Yes, one of my favourites. You can buzz in now, and there will now be penalties for buzzing in early. Okay. That suits me. <sighs> it does. Yeah. Which division of English football do Carlisle United play in? Uh, one. Yeah, it's not one. If you let me finish, plus one. I can't let you finish. Okay. Loss. Is that the end of the question? Play in. Yeah. Um, For the win. I'm not sure. I'm going to say the... Premiership. <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> he, said it, he said it now. So. Uh, yes, sir. The Premier Scots. Uh, I'm going to say the one below league... Two, which would be the National League. It's League Two. Uh, so, Ben, you still in it? Yeah. Carlisle is the county town of which county? Northam. Oh, that's the wrong side. The other one, I'm going to say. The other one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The other one. <laughs> Southumberland. Uh, no, if you're saying Northumberland's up there, then the other one on the left would be... Um, it's not a great way for him to win, but he has... Shropshire. Cumbria. <laughs> Cumbria. Cumbria, that's it. Uh, final question of the quiz. Loz, if you were to buzz in early, you could still lose us. Try that. Which Tatum quiz show did famously quite smart footballer Clark Carlisle appear on? Go on, buzz in. Uh, Let me finish. Uh, countdown, countdown. <laughs> it's correct. For the win. I said, if he buzz in, he didn't. <laughs> um, Loz, I think you might have tied up the quizzes there. How do you feel? Mm. 
I demand all. a recount <laughs> of all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I was waiting to call this in. The podcast yeah. bylaws say that those who demand the recount must do the recount. <laughs> <laughs> Which has hit you hard. I won't be doing that. Um, I mean, if there was a recount, it was dead level, I could just do the quiz for the last episode. Um, I shall do um, a quiz with all three of us. And if, yeah. and if, if Nick wins it, then... Um, just whoever gets the more points. No, just Nick wins it. Just Nick wins it. It's a, a draw. devastating draw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to buzz in, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what it is. I think it should be a full episode of University Challenge with University Challenge <laughs> standard questions. <laughs> By the end of which, Loz, I think, will be on minus 60, having buzzed in early a thousand, but I've never got a question right. I won't have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben, ben will have not turned up to the oh, quiz wait. and won it. I'm going to be in the next episode. In order that I may definitely win. I would love a proper half-hour quiz if you both have Imagine how tense you'd be at the end. Like The quality of like, questions so drain and getting worse and worse and worse. Like the end of doing Loz standard starters. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to get for a drink afterwards. No, we'd never speak again. Uh, so that's to look forward to. Um, but other than that, we're going to see... Well, I think next week we'll probably pick out a few of our favourite moments of the book next week, he says. Um, maybe we'll have a special host. Maybe a celebrity host. Who knows? Um, if you've seen a certain TV show called The Walking Dead... The other one. Uh, it's the other one. Uh, or one of those. You might recognise his voice if he does the accent. Um, uh, he hasn't agreed to do it either. No, he, 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 he may. He could do, it's, it's a maybe. Mm. We might record that at some point. Uh, Ben's very busy until, I believe, next summer. Next summer could be the one. We could make it to five calendar could years. Could be five calendar years. <laughs> could do five calendar years, but one year we didn't record a single episode. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who's done 13 years ago on the road is laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> he had a war as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing. He's uh, delayed by the war. What a coward. Mm. See you next week. See you. Bye.